Looking for clarity and confidence when it comes to decision-making for your business? You've come to the right place. You're now listening to the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. I am Adam, and I work on the business. And I'm Tom, and I work on the owner. And together, we are Atomic Business Coaching. And we're in the business of helping owners. All right, Adam. Well, welcome to another episode of the Atomic Business Coaching Podcast. Today, we're going to have some fun. It's almost school time. And when we were talking about planning this episode, we mentioned that what a great way to get people into a new school year and give our business owners something to do this school year, right? So if you're a parent and you're a business owner, I want you to listen up to this episode because we're going to talk about you taking on a new curriculum for yourself, so to speak, over the next course of this school year that's coming up. I know some people have already started school in different parts of the country, but it's not too late. You could start this routine as soon as possible and do it because I think it's so important for people to have hobbies. And as business owners, you know, we get caught up so much in our business. We sometimes even see our business as a hobby, right? So many hobbies develop into businesses. And then when they become businesses, we no longer have that hobby because I want people to really understand what a hobby is, right? It's that activity that you do for pleasure. It's all it is. It's an activity you do for pleasure. And people I, you know, when we talk to a lot of our clients, we say, well, what's your hobby? And they go, I don't have a hobby. I work all the time. This is many of them. Yeah. They don't have hobbies and you have to have a hobby because hobbies provide such benefit. And this is why I like having hobbies because they give you a break from your reality. There are things to pass the time. Some people read, some people garden, some people do woodworking, some people do all of these things. You don't have to do anything that is difficult. It's something that should be easy and light and enjoyable for you to do. You know, one of my favorite hobbies outside of baseball, because I see baseball as a hobby, right? When I, my son is a baseball player, he's 14. We're going to be going to a new team now in the fall. We're really excited about it. We're going to have a great opportunity, but it's that thing that I do to pass the time that's pleasurable to me. I love watching the game and I love seeing kids develop and I love seeing how they grow into the baseball players that they've become over the years. And that for me has been a very big hobby because that's how I spend my time. But one of my favorite hobbies is playing with Legos. And I have been playing with Legos since I'm a little kid. And Andrew and I, my son, love to sit down at the table and build something. And Lego has all these great, you know, town houses now and these structures and they have all these landscapes and all these different things that you can do. And it is something that it's become both of our hobbies. And it's an opportunity for he and I to spend time together outside of what he sees as his life is baseball and what I see as my business and everything else. And I think it's so important for people to find that thing that brings fulfillment outside of the things that you do every single day. And that's how I want you to think about hobbies. What's that thing that's bringing you some joy outside of the other things that you do that is just really yours that you enjoy and it's your thing? So Adam, what do you think about hobbies? Why do you think they're important? Or tell me your perspective on that. Yeah, you know, I like what you're saying to bring some fun and bring some joy and bring some fulfillment. I look at it from the complete opposite end of the spectrum. I look at hobbies as a necessity, at least for me. Okay. Hobbies are an absolute necessity. Otherwise, I'll go batshit crazy and who knows what I'll do. 
Right. Uh, and I mean, Joe Rogan talks about, you know, his hobby is fitness and he'd be a different person if he didn't do that. And he would be agitated all the time and mean. And that's he quiets his inner demons to be able to be the person he is. Well, I feel the same exact way. If I don't adhere to my hobbies, I get completely burnt out. And Tom, even before we had a business, I reached out to you about my golfing and yep. you prescribed me. You're like, I was literally burnt out. And you're like, what's your favorite thing to do outside of work? And I'm like, golf. And you're like, that's it. Go book a round of golf. And I did yeah. that and I felt much better. But here's why I think it's a necessity to have a hobby. Hobby, I was very lucky that early on I had a business coach that I went to and I had a life coach that I went to. That's why I'm so happy that now I'm in this industry helping others the way I was helped. And I was st really struggling and I was becoming very successful at MetLife and I was struggling to kind of adapt to not just having work and I was getting burnt out and this person was telling me, her name's Pam, and Pam was telling me that I needed to alleviate the left side of my brain and the right side of my brain. Ooh. It was too weighted on one side and I was just analytical all the time and they were asking things I like to do and they tasked me with a few different things that were opposite. They were more creative than more critical thinking and analytical and all of this and it really it helped me. So when I look at hobbies... Of course, you want them to be fun, and of course, you want fulfillment, and you want joy out of them, but what I look at is a necessity to cross-train your brain, mm. okay? And what I mean by this is if you have, if you're such an expert in your business that you're doing, and you do it all day, and that's all that you accomplish, and, that's, and you are the best at it, you're actually limiting yourself into how successful you could be in that area because that's all that you do. If you cross train your brain, just because everyone knows cross training for fitness, right? And you go out there and, you know, if all you did was lift weights all the time and that's it, you'd be a great weightlifter, but you wouldn't have any cardio and you might not have flexibility. And you know, cross training is to have success in all areas of your body, right? Not just the one area. This is the same exact premise in your brain. If you have a different hobby, you're going to approach different challenges, you're going to see different perspectives. You're going to have to figure out different ways of doing things. And as you cross-train your brain in different areas that are AKA hobbies, okay, you will become more successful in the main thing that you're doing because you will bring to that more creative output. You will bring to that more innovation because you are allowing your brain to connect to pathways that you didn't previously have. And this is why I look at it as a necessity, at least for me. You know, that is, I love that. Cross-train your brain. I mean, we don't think about it. We So many people get caught up in, oh, I'm a right-sided brain or I'm a left-sided. And people don't realize you can be both, okay? You can cross over. Like, I love, like, one of the things that I really enjoy about you is your creative side, right? A lot of people don't get to see no. Adam in the creative. I get to enjoy it all the time because I get to see... I don't know if people realize, but 90% of what you see on our website and what you see in our podcast and what you see on social media is coming from Adam's creative brain. He's coming from that cross-training part of his brain because he loves to do, and I'm speaking for you, sorry, bud, but no, you know, you, right. you love to do the creative stuff. You love, you see going into Canva and draw, making something as a relaxation, as almost as a hobby. And you do it as a hobby. 
And I think it's so important for people to realize that we all have the potential to be right and left-sided brains. I mean, that's one of the things that we try to convey in our logo. You know, we just had got our new logo and our old logo is we kept the brain. And we kept the distinction between one side of the brain and the other, where I'm one side, you're the other side. But together, we do cross over. You have cross-trained your brain to do a lot of coaching that is life coaching in many ways. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where I'm putting on the business brain and I'm helping somebody in the business. Even though I'm taking care of the owner, there's still that crossover and that cross training. And when we're able to go back and forth because of that, we're so much more effective and helpful for people. And I think that's such a great point to cross train your brain because people, we have two sides of a brain for a reason. It's very simple. You need to use both sides. And the more that you activate that creative side, or the more you activate that analytical side or that more methodical side of your brain, and you can marry the two, you will be that much more successful. Because like Adam said, your perspectives change. You know, you could be sitting doing your hobby and have the greatest product development happen for you or service development happen that you were not able to see working in your business or working on your business, but because you took the step away and you were reading or you were gardening and something came together in the dirt and it just blew up this whole explosion of something that you can innovate now, that's why hobbies are a need and a must and should be a non-negotiable. You know, we talked in a recent episode about being not things not being negotiable, that they cannot be options. But it's the same thing here. A hobby is not an option. It is something that you must do if you're going to run a successful business. And yeah. it's something you should encourage in everyone, even that works for you. Make sure that they're tapping into their stuff. That's why it's fun to do like, team building activities and all this other stuff because you bring out the creatives in other people. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's every chance you get to look at something from a different perspective is going to help you to grow things or help you confirm what you're doing is right or help you confirm that you need to change things. And when you take on a hobby and not focus on the business aspect of what you're doing or improving yourself as the owner, Right. You're just going out there and you're having fun. Things are going to come to you. Like, you know, I was golfing the other day and I had to change a few things that I was doing and I ended up playing my second half of the round really well. I did better. And it was because I was critically thinking in that moment. It was, it's a hobby of mine, but I was having fun doing it. It was a challenge that I had to do and I had to adjust things. And on my drive home, it was about a 45 minute drive home. I was starting to think about other things in my life that I needed to adjust. And it just allowed me to open that pathway up about, hey, what else can I adjust to improve in the moment? And it really made me think about some tasks that Tom and I are doing in our business. We, you know, we have this whole Instagram real thing. And I'm like, I really have to adjust what I'm doing in order to be more successful at that. And we, Tom and I even agreed, we're completely adjusting it. We actually start later today making those changes. And I don't think I would have come up with that idea unless I was doing something outside of the business. And I just learned how to attach it to something else that I was doing. And that's really what these hobbies do is they give you an opportunity to see things in a different perspective that still may relate to other aspects of your life, other goals that you have, other struggles that you're trying to overcome. And that's what I believe this. Yes. Is it fun? Yeah. I love golf, you know, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it is, 
you know, all my hobbies are physical activities. You know, I like to play volleyball. I like to go hiking. And it's just because I like to get out there and do that because I'm stuck at a desk most of the time or on the phone or on a meeting in Zoom or something else. So those are the things that I really strive to do just to bring out a different perspective of me. But it's incredible and not purposely, not intentional. Unconsciously, they tend to relate back to the goals that I have and the aspirations that I have. I mean, this business was created because of things like that. Mm -hmm. And I, that's what I truly believe is that if you can adopt a new hobby, right? That What that means is it's a new challenge for you. It's a new perspective that you'll be able to find out about yourself and find out what you're good at and find out what you do love and find out what you don't like and find different ways that you can go through and enjoy this amazing life that we all have, but then correlate it back to some things that you're trying to be successful in. You know, one of the things that I think is so important for people to realize about hobbies is that when you struggle to be present, there is nothing like a hobby that puts you in the present because that is probably where you get into the most flow when you're in your hobby. Like when you're playing golf, it's calming, it's relaxing for you, it's fun, something like you said most of the time, but it is something that really gives you a complete focus and you get into the flow and the hours go by. You're not there counting, watching the clock. You're not doing any of that stuff. And a hobby really is a grounding activity for a lot of people. When you go and read or you garden or you play with Legos like I do, or you go watch a baseball game, it you're in that. There is no distraction. You're involved in that. You're in this creative, energetic flow of things and that is what people should recognize if you're struggling to be present, if you're so busy in your business and you're doing thing, one thing to the other, but you're not really present, or you're going home and your spouse is saying, I need you to be present, you're really not there, go and pick up your hobby and use that as a reset. Use it as the thing that's going to reground you so that you can focus, so that you can become more present, because you will enjoy it, you will appreciate it, and the hours will just pass by and you will have some satisfaction and you will feel so much better and you will be able to activate the creative. It's a great anxiety reducer. It's a great stress reliever. There are so many benefits of hobbies. I mean, I, we can go on and on about the benefits of it. But the point of today's conversation was really to just put it out there, take up something new. Try and just try things. You don't have to commit to one right away. If you really don't know what it is that you want to do, try several things. Go and take a piece of paper and write down what are five things that I would really like to try over the course of this year. Just five things. Pick five. And if you really enjoy them, then keep doing them. But you don't have to have one hobby. You can have many hobbies. That's the other thing. People think, oh, I got to have one hobby. No, you can have multiple hobbies. Just pick the things that bring you the most pleasure and the most joy and really allow you to decompress and reground yourself in that. Yeah. And it's, you know, a hobby doesn't need to be this disciplined action, right? It doesn't need no. to be something where I, I must accomplish a goal. It's just trying something different. It's trying something new, right? And then through that, you may discover that you do love to do this thing or you are good at it or it brings out a different side of you. But that's the thing with the hobby is that you get to choose these, right? You're an adult now. Hopefully, you're understand you're an adult. <laughs> you're an adult now. And if you think back to school, right, they were giving you this 
cross training of your brain, right? Mm-hmm. You'd go and learn math and you'd learn how to read and write, but they would also put you through physical activities and they would say, you're going to try playing an instrument. Oh, you don't like that. You're going to try singing. Oh, we actually have an art class and we want you to learn mm-hmm. how to paint. And then as you know, matriculated through the process, you would, they would bring in home economics and then they'd start letting you choose. Hey, what are your electives that you want to, you want to try this? You want to try that? And this goes out through all your school career. And what happens, unfortunately, is most people, when they get into their careers or they start their business, is then they just hone in and they let all of that discovery and all of that growth in their life just go by the wayside because they have a goal of either I have to pay the bills or I have a certain level of success I'm trying to achieve. And, you know, as much as you dislike school and maybe you don't agree with how they're just trying to, you know, put you through and get you in manufacturing, which is what many people think school is, and I wouldn't disagree that much. You know, they're trying to create factory work. We're mm-hmm. still on a system from, you know, World War II. Exactly. But the good parts about it, the good parts about it is it helped you to be a more well-rounded person. Okay. Mm. Now, you didn't have the choice in the beginning. And then later on and in, in later years of high school and certainly throughout college, you had a choice. Well, guess what? Right now, you still have a choice. Okay. And if you just carry on doing the things you're doing the same day, each and every day, you're not choosing that. You're just going with the flow of life, going with the flow of business. And there are too many things in this world that you have the ability, whether or not you have a tremendous amount of time or a tremendous amount of money, you have the ability to go out there and choose other things. So while this may be great for cross-training your brain or reducing stress and anxiety, well, you deserve this. Just go out and give yourself more than you have today. Don't make it super difficult. Don't think this is another job that you have to take on. Think of it as your ability to choose your life. Because it's going to open up an amazing number of doors. When you have hobbies that you can talk about with other people and you can connect on different levels with people through their hobbies rather than their business, rather than the connection that was initially established, whatever it was, how you met, when you can, it, it gives you that connection to other people and it gives you a unique connection. Like if you like, like, you have your golf buddies, right? You have your golf buddies. I got my baseball dads, right? We all come from different walks of life, but our hobbies are what bring us connected to those people and have different relationships. And yeah, you have your volleyball crew, you have your golf crew, you have your baseball dads, you have your football dads. Like you have all those people that you build connections with through your hobbies. So don't just see them as self-rewarding. See them as your way of connecting to other people and building relationships with other people based around that commonality. And it's got, again, it opens up so many doors. When you walk through a new hobby, you open up much more for your life and it does make you more well-rounded. And people... And this is what makes people successful. People are successful because they're well-rounded, not just because they could talk about one thing really well, but they could talk about many different things and they can build connections with people. And that is part of the success. So if you're struggling to be successful, you're struggling to connect with people, take on a hobby and then ask people what their hobby is and do the research. Look at your closest five people in your world. I don't care who they are, friends, family, whatever. If you can't see what each person's hobby is, then there's a problem because you have to be able to recognize what other people do for fun and for pleasure. And then if it's something that interests you, you know a benefit would be building that connection with them. But be more well-rounded 
And that's really what why a hobby is essential to you as a business owner, but just essential to you for your mental health and your well-being is to give you that creative opportunity, to give you that opportunity to think outside the box, to give you that place to do whatever it is that's going to make you feel good. And then eventually it helps to connect you with other people and build a whole well-rounded thing. Because that's the amazing thing about when you learn. My best friend has this great hobby. He builds planes and then he goes flies them. And then he's also a pilot. Like he does all of these things. Some people have very expensive hobbies. But the key is that when I think of him, I think of him what he enjoys to do. I don't think of him as that guy that just works the grind as an entrepreneur and very successful. Yeah, all those things are true. But I think about what he does for fun because I want to be around people that have fun things that they do. And that's what the point is. Have it for you, but have it for the people you want to surround yourself with so that you can be more well-rounded and really contribute well to the rest of the world and make yourself happy at the same time. The number one obstacle, Tom, the number one obstacle that I always hear when I'm talking about hobbies with people is that they don't have time, right? And yeah, yeah, you're a busy person. I'm sure you fill your day from beginning to end and you don't have time. But when people say that to me, what I say back to them almost instantaneously, it's like just on, on, on automatic pilot now. I'm like, you do have time. It's just not a priority, right? right? These things in your life that you're doing every day, you have prioritized them as important and needs to get done. Well, what we are asking you to do is now make a hobby a priority, right? Pick one thing. I don't care if it's two minutes long once a month, but it's something that you could look forward to. It's something that you can, as we've said throughout this, grow yourself, connect with other people, but make this a priority. It's not selfish. As I said, for me, it's a necessity. And I think you'll find once you start to do something, you will feel empty without doing it. You will feel lost without having it. And that might sound like a negative, but it's a positive because that means you filled yourself up a little bit more. There is a lot more room in your life for yourself, and you deserve to give it to yourself. So you were going to say something. I cut you off there, Tom. Yeah, no, I just think that's a great point. Like People do struggle with the time element, and they need to make it a priority. And you know, here's the key. And bottom line is that anything that you want to do in life, you're going to make the time for. And I think you have to make the time for it because it's going to change you as a person. It's going to help you to be better. It's going to help you to be more successful. You know, when you're find this thing for yourself, really take a deep dive into this. I want you to, if you have to listen to this episode a couple of times to get it into your head then listen to this episode a couple of times to get in and how important this is as essential as a going and selling a product or getting a new client or whatever, because it is the thing that is going to make you feel whole. And I think that's the thing. A lot of people, like you said, Adam, you called me that day and you said, I am so stressed out. I don't know what I want to do. And I said, when was the last time you played golf? And you said, oh, it's been weeks. And I said, go play golf, right? Because that is the thing that got you back on track to refocus and not to feel burnt out because you had, again, it's a pleasurable activity. So you got dopamine. You got your reward system open way up. You got your adrenaline pumping in this exciting way and not this fearful way. And Everything is coming back to life. It resurrects you from that feeling of deadness and it really does reinvigorate you. So if you're looking for something to reinvigorate you right now, go find a new hobby or go to the hobby that you haven't been going to in a long time. Go and bring that back. Do that today or tomorrow. Don't wait because 
Otherwise, you're just wasting your time in the grind, in the grudge, and you're just dragging your feet. If you're dragging your feet right now and you're listening to this, I just want you to make a plan in the next 48 hours to go do that thing, that hobby, that thing that brings you satisfaction. And I'm guaranteeing you, you will reinvigorate your entire life and you will feel so much better. So on that note, Adam, I think we're good for today on this one. I think this was a great episode. I hope everybody enjoys it. We thank everybody for listening. We're so, you know, this is episode 32 at this point. And I'm like, this it's amazing. We're at 32 and we committed to 52 to start. And we're at 32. We're more than halfway. But thank you so much to all of you who listen all the time. You know, if you are looking for guidance, direction, we hope that this podcast is bringing you some of that. And listen, we're always here. If you want to chat, you want to have a conversation, go to our website. We offer free strategy calls. Just pick up, you know, make an appointment and we'll talk with you. It's a free 30 minutes. There's nothing like having a free conversation and getting so much value out of it. And that's what Adam and I always do. We try to give away so much for free. Reach out to us if you're struggling either in your business or as the owner or as both, because you can't have a strong and successful business if you don't have a strong and successful owner. And if those things are not working together, you're, that's why you're stagnant. That's why you're not producing. That's why you are probably struggling. But if, you come to this point and you don't do something about it, you're going to regret it. So go find that hobby. Go do that thing that makes you happy. And we'll see you next time.